Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Thursday, September 15th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm Jaya Joyce. And I'm Maya Sargent. Here's What's What in the City. Although former President Donald Trump is no stranger to the news, he returns to the headlines today. New York Attorney General Letitia James has rejected an offer from Trump's lawyers to settle an investigation into his allegedly fraudulent behavior. James has been investigating whether or not the former president falsely inflated the value of his company. Close sources also revealed to the New York Times that James may sue at least one of Mr. Trump's adult children. They've all held high positions at Trump's real estate company. If this case goes to trial, he could face significant financial restrictions that could impact his business and expected candidacy in 2024. Mr. Trump is also being investigated by the FBI for the classified documents recovered from his Mar-a-Lago estate. New York's Governor Kathy Hochul signed a new bill to help with student loan forgiveness this morning. The bill gives full-time employment status to people who work 30 hours a week. This change makes those employees eligible for the Federal Public Student Loan Forgiveness Program. This will help thousands of public employees saddled with student debt to erase some, if not all, of their loans. Nothing changes people's lives like good quality education. But when going to school means going into debt and putting shackles on you for most of your adult life, then it's not as appealing. It's been discovered that the FBI kept a close eye on the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, for years. A 270-page document shows that federal agents were trying to find out how involved the singer was with the civil rights movement, communism, and black liberation organizations. Franklin was surveilled before many performances and appearances she made for civil rights groups. Courage News was able to get the documents through a Freedom of Information Act request. The documents revealed years of reports on Franklin, as well as death threats and copyright infringement cases. And calling all theatre fans, we've got some good news for theatre lovers. Broadway in the Burrows is back in New York. From now until mid-October, New Yorkers can enjoy free Broadway performances in Brooklyn, Queens, the Bronx and Staten Island every Friday from 1 to 2 p.m. This year's musical features include so many iconic shows, from Wicked to Chicago to Beetlejuice and the Book of Mormon. The first performance will be tomorrow in downtown Brooklyn. Who doesn't love a free show? And over in the world of sports, we're here with Sam Burrow. I can't believe the recent tennis news about Roger Federer. I'm so sad. I know, Maya. Today, tennis legend Roger Federer announced that after playing more than 1,500 matches over 24 years, he will retire next week after the Lever Cup in London. His career consists of 103 ATP singles titles and 20 Grand Slam championships. He also holds the record for singles titles at Wimbledon with eight and has tied the record for U.S. Open wins with five. He said he's not done with tennis forever, but he will no longer compete in those Grand Slam championships like Wimbledon or the U.S. Open. What about football? How are our local New York teams doing? Are we sensing any big wins? Well, Jaya, there's still a lot of time left in the season, but maybe, just maybe, this is the season that New York sees a Super Bowl win. I'm not talking about the Giants or Jets, though, sadly enough, but rather a team upstate, the Buffalo Bills. They are favored at plus 500 odds to win the Super Bowl this year. Bills Mafia will absolutely be out in full force this upcoming Monday as they take on the Tennessee Titans and hope to notch their first Monday night football win since 1994. 
And over in the baseball field, what's happening with our New York teams? The Yankees are starting to crawl their way back from what was a disappointing and tiresome stretch as they win their fourth game in a row last night against Boston. Of course, any win is sweet, but completing a sweep against your longtime rival on their home turf is especially exciting. With WFUV Sports, I'm Samantha Bohr. Mobster movies are a staple of New York film culture, and this month we've been airing excerpts from an interview with the creative mind behind one of New York's most beloved mobster movies. WFUV's Madison Colombo sat down with actor and writer Chaz Palminteri to talk about the legacy of A Bronx Tale and his new one-man show. Picture an iconic mobster movie. Street-smart criminals, some morally great actions, and usually an appearance from Robert De Niro. Another thing most of them have in common? New York City. From The Godfather to Goodfellas, the city has been the cultural hub of the mobster genre. And one of those iconic films took place just a short walk away from the FUV studio. And I learned the greatest gift of all. The saddest thing in life is wasted talent. And the choices that you make will shape your life forever. But you can ask anybody from my neighborhood and they'll just tell you. This is just another Bronx Tale. Premiering in 1993, A Bronx Tale pays homage to Bronx life in the 60s, touching on themes of racism and, of course, wasted talent, telling the story of a young boy stuck between the alluring life of mobsters and the morality of being a hardworking man. A Bronx Tale quickly gained recognition as one of the greatest New York mobster films. You gotta do what your heart tells you to do. I'm gonna tell you something right now. You're only allowed three great women in your lifetime. They come along like the great fighters once every 10 years. Rocky Marciano, Sugar Ray Robinson, Joe Lewis. Sometimes you get them all at once. Me? I had my three when I was 16. That happens. What do you want to know? That's Chaz Palminteri, who wrote and starred in the film that's partially based on his own Bronx childhood. I got to sit down with Palminteri to talk about the powerful film and his return to New York City in the one-man stage version of the story. What do you want your play's legacy to be in the future? I know you talked about how you want it to last and how you think it will. Mm. What do you want the legacy of that show to be? And what do you want when people who watch it kind of to take with them into the real world? Well, I I think, again, what I said before about wasted talent, about Mm -hmm. so many people, if you think about it, waste their talent. So many people play the victim in this world. So many people just don't realize. You know, there was a great speaker, Les Brown. He was a really great motivator. And he said, I always remember that. Denzel Washington said it too from Les Brown. I, want to, I don't want to take credit for somebody else's words, but he, he wrote this and he said that at the end of your lifetime, when you're on your deadbed, you're going to have all these ghosts around you. And they're all the ideas that you could have done. And they're going to look at you and say, why didn't you, why didn't you do this? Now I have to die with you now. Look, you wasted all those years. And I keep getting that dream and it's terrible. So I keep saying, any ideas I got, I got to write them down. I got to do as much as I can. And I hope the legacy will be that it teaches children that it's never too late to change your life. It's always your next move, as Napoleon Hill used to say. Just <laughs> change your life. You can hear the full interview with Chaz Palminteri and about the return of his one-man show to New York City at our website, wfuvnews.org. I'm Addison Colombo, WFUV News. 
That was an excerpt of WFUV's Madison Colombo talking with actor and screenplay writer Chaz Palmenteri about his story, A Bronx Tale. You can hear the full interview on our website, wfuvnews.org. And that's our show for today. I'm Maya Sargent. And I'm Jaya Joyce. Check back with us tomorrow at 3 o'clock for more news, music, culture, and sports. And tell your friends so they can find WFUV's What's What at wfuvnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts.